I'm scratch that, scratch that, scratch that. The pod starts here. Yeah. <laughs> All right, it's good to be at recording again. <laughs> um, greetings and salutations, everybody. Welcome to episode 43 of the Lost Words podcast. I'm Joe. I'm here with Rem. And the weather is finally picking up. Uh, yeah. It's, it's been a good a, a good few days. It's been nice. Man. Yeah. Oh, not really too much has happened in day-to-day life just you know as you say going through it to get to it as 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 per but we have a lot to talk about today including stuff that we mentioned on the previous episode and i did get a couple of responses to some of the questions that we asked which we will share later on in the episode engagement yeah yeah so thank you to everybody for reaching out um we weren't making any calls today because do understand and respect that with regards to the topics that we were speaking about it can be a little bit uh difficult for some people to want to relive so yeah like not in you know <laughs> no, it was, that's, it real, that's real that's real yeah it was, it, it's not like that it's not a heavy topic but yeah, you know like yeah. some people don't really necessarily want to bring up like you know old memories of stuff so but yeah nonetheless everyone who's um reached out we appreciate you for it so thank you very much and without further ado let's get into the niceties how have you been Man, I got hit with a dose of something in the last two days, man. What happened? I don't know. I think I got food poisoning. I think someone put a hex on me, man. Someone was hating and all the barbecues they've been seeing. <laughs> and they didn't get an invite and they didn't like that. So they, they did some voodoo or something, man. That bad? It was bad, but It was like the worst pain I've felt in years. Like My stomach felt like it was being like torn apart from me, like separated. It was horrible. So I couldn't get to sleep. I was in so much pain. I couldn't sleep, sleep on my back. I couldn't sleep on my front. I couldn't sleep on my side. I couldn't do anything. How are you feeling now? I've been good. I've been good, actually. I'm recovering nicely. I've been on a two-day juice diet. Oh, okay. I've been having raw juice and veggies, man. And, and nothing else? No, nah, that's it. Oh, I've okay. been blending up. Before you, I mean, you were saying before we set up mics and all that, you heard me in the kitchen. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 yeah I've yeah. been doing that for like the last two days, man. And it helped? Yeah, man. It's really fun as well. Oh, good I shit. I like this shit. It's cool, man. It's really creative. Yeah, I need to look up. You know what? On the on that subject, that's actually a very good point that you brought up because I need to look up my own diet. Recently, I've been feeling tired as hell, man. Yeah, like, I've been eating too much meat. Pause. Hey, yo. <laughs> yeah. But like, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, been barbecuing yeah. often. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Often. You, yeah, so you, yeah, the, the you, consumption's been. You know, you've had some occasions abundance. to celebrate though, so it makes sense. A cup. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I, I do know. More than not. Yeah, you're barbecuing for habit as well, but I do understand. Since I since becoming pescatarian. I have like, you know, I've already, I've probably mentioned that I felt a lot better as well, but I do need to take a look at my diet again because I think like my consumption of gluten is having a much longer term yeah, effect on my body. junk, man. Like, I, I definitely thinking about going that way, pescatarian, vegan, somewhere down the line. But there's been days where like I've been with you and when I'm with you or, or other um, friends and, and loved ones that I have that are vegan or have other dietary restrictions, like I always try and eat like what they eat, like I'm not going to, if we're going out to eat, I'm going to eat at a place that is more suited to you because I can eat whatever, but you, you only eat certain things. Yeah. But that being said, you can still eat like junk food. You can still eat yeah, like yeah, yeah. shit, processed food. Yes. Being on them diets. I remember one day I had like a vegan, it was like, like fast food, vegan, double vegan cheeseburger with fries and a vegan milkshake. And the next day I felt like shit. Just like if I would if I ate a regular one. So you still have to like definitely be aware. Yeah. Okay. See, I'm um, okay. And smart eat. You have to be smart eating. A lot of people seem to think that like 
by going vegan or going pescatarian, they're just automatically going to become healthier. Yeah, and I've got to stress that is not the case. Yeah, yeah, mad heavy foods. In the same way that you can get a lot of like fast junk food and stuff like that, you can still get a lot of vegan food or pescatarian food that is not really good for regular consumption. You know what I'm saying? So, don't just think that you know changing to a a vegan diet or a pescatarian diet is going to just magically make you this overall much healthier yeah, person. Yeah, no, you can't live off fucking vegan burgers and, and Coke Zeros and shit or fucking yeah, 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 yeah. almond peanut butter banana shakes. That shit is not... That's yeah. just going to catch up with you, man. Yeah, but like I'm, I'm proper looking into my diet now. Like that's something I'm really... Um, really interested in seeing especially because my my fatigue levels are bad and my, i've always had lo- like a low blood count on that and i think it might actually be that hopefully right, it's right. that but i'm just tired these days but i ain't took a nap in two days bro. <laughs> i nap every day <laughs> for like the last i don't know six years if i can i'm working five out of seven i've been working like five six out of seven days for the past three to four weeks but on my days off i just feel busted man and it's it's, it's really weird because I don't feel this tired when I'm at work. Yeah, so you feel rubbed of your days off, innit? I really do. It's like I'm not enjoying my days off at all. But at the same time, I'm getting a lot of shit done. The studying is continuing. I've already mentioned I booked my CBT. Really looking forward to that. Bought like a whole bunch of my motorbike stuff. I'm just, I'm hoping to be able to get my bike by the end of July. So I can at least um, enjoy a little bit of the summer. Cause Before if it, it gets stolen. No, don't say that. Power of the tongue, man. <laughs> but like I'm thinking... Hey, if, yo. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm not even gonna, I'm, not, I'm not even gonna pause that fuck that but like, what I'm trying to say is I don't want it to get to a point where the weather gets bad and then I've got the bike and it's like oh it's raining all the time yada 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 so on and so forth yeah but um yeah nah I'm in I'm in a I'm in a good place in every other way like mentally uh, and stuff like that it's like I say it's been a, tra- a tricky few weeks but um I'm in a, a much better place mentally uh I came off the socials again sorry. But um, nah, it's needed sometimes. It man. is. It needed, is. Like, man. I think mine right. I think the thing with me is that, especially when it comes to my use of social media, sometimes I, 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 like, whenever I'm in a bad space, I tend to unravel, and I do not want to publicly unravel. It's not fun. So, <laughs> it's like, okay, cool. If I'm, I'm going to be doing this, I kind of just need to step away from it. You know what? Yeah, I used to be really against that shit. Yeah. What? Like I used to hate when people would project like what they're going through on like social media. Yeah. Mm, mm. But. I come to realize that if that's an outlet for you to make you feel better or it's like alleviate some of that, then I, I got to support that. Mm. But I was like you as well. It's like, yo, the whole time that doesn't need to be knowing this shit. You're going I was looking through, at it a lot of time. Like, oh, these people, people are just looking for attention or yeah. people, you're just waiting for someone to come and, oh, what's wrong? Or oh, how can I help? Or anything like that. I just looking for some kind of sympathy. But I mean, realistically, it, it may not necessarily be that. And if it's, it's almost just like writing how you feel down on a piece of paper, but yeah. if, if you're writing it down on social media and it's, it's the same outlet to you, then I, I do what you gotta do to make yourself feel better, man. We come from an earlier time of the internet though, where like people were doing it on you know Facebook and stuff, where it was like, oh yeah, can't believe this is happening to me, yada yada, and then you'd be like, someone will comment and be like, oh, what's happening? It's like, oh yeah, I'll tell you, I can't tell you, da 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 da. It's like, okay, that's very clearly a cry for attention. So yes, like. It is as you say, but I do understand the annoyance, the annoyance factor behind it. For yeah. me, it's just like I don't like people knowing my business, whether that business be good news or bad news, generally speaking. And I don't feel like people necessarily should feel like they have to know what's going on in my life. However, when I do get emotionally charged, I do realize that I do kind of project that kind of stuff, and it's not, it's not nice. Right. So, I took a break. Okay. 
and I will be back soon. I mean, truth be told, the way I feel now, I could probably come back tomorrow, but I just think, yeah, why why not? Just just like take a little bit more of a break. That's how I feel about this juice diet, you know. I've been doing it for this will be my second day. Yeah. I just do it over the weekend. Yeah, stick at it, yeah. Yeah, I'm just gonna do it. I mean it's not something I could see me doing long term. -term, Yeah. I don't think you're meant to do them long term. You can't just go Mm. off juices. But um yeah. So far so good man. Yeah. Thanks for everyone that was messaging because again, I I put up that I was I was feeling a bit rough and my symptoms and that and I got a lot of like people reaching out on that. So thanks for everyone that was doing that. It's, it's nice to know. Which brings me to like a, a really random question. Yeah. Um if you could like die for like twenty four hours to see the effects that I had Ooh. on everybody and then come back, would you do it? Uh, <laughs> or it could be longer than forty-eight, like twenty-four hours, and say forty-eight hours or something. But like, everybody knew. That's a wild would question. You, would you would you do it and then come back to life just, just to see? I don't think I have anything to lose by saying yes. Okay, fair enough. But at the same time, I don't. Alright, so something that you had to lose is say someone who you thought was your friend was like glad you died. They started celebrating in their room and dancing around and shit. <laughs> You're coming back and you lost a friendship that you thought and like, this could have been your day one, like from the sandbox. Yeah. And I mean I I wouldn't consider that a loss then really. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I honestly wouldn't. Ah, that's the proud. Like I get that. That sounds cool, but like I'm saying, this has been your friend like 30 years or something like that. Yeah. Or you thought, like, yeah, the right thing to do is obviously like X them off. Like we're no longer. Yeah. But you're still gonna have to deal with like, that time we went through 30 years or something like. You know what I'm saying? Like that's that's still gonna have effect on you. It 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 will. It a hundred it a hundred percent will. I know it will because I know that like the way I forge friendships, relationships with people, those shit that shit means a lot to me, innit? So I think, I honestly, I would be disappointed, but I would also accept that if I had to just like cut that, then it is what it is. Uh, That's what I reckon. It's easier said than done though. It is definitely The right thing to do is obviously that because they're not your mans, but I'm saying you're going to have to deal with like, damn, 30 years of that. Yeah, I know. That's a lot. Broke bread together and everything. That's mad. That's that's, that's a crazy question. How do you think of that one? Oh, it just literally came to me like 30 seconds ago. (laughs) Because nah, you know, like I said, people was just reaching out because I was, I was, I was sick, and yeah, like, to see people's uh, like concerns. The idea of people that like you thought were day ones literally coming to your funeral just to make sure you're dead is insane, yeah. though. That's mad. That's wild. That's a good question, though. Anyways, we have quite a bit to get into today, and it is looking more than likely that this episode will be out on Sunday afternoon. So, without further ado, let's get into it. Now, there's a bit, there's quite a bit of news that we need to talk about in today's episode. And uh, one of the things that I found while I was trawling the internet was something to do with um, an NHS data grab. And it says here, it's uh, sounds uh, illegal. It, it well, okay, here, there's. There's, I, I guess, ultimately, it's not really illegal. That like, m- morally, there's a massive question mark over it. But like, right, 
I f- yeah, okay. I feel like there's some clause or loophole or something that made it so that it's okay. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like you agree to this without reading the 10 million word fine print. Well, this is the thing. This is the reason why it's such a big, um, a big deal. It's not something that we necessarily agreed or disagreed with, but it is something that you can opt out of. But it isn't something that people are widely um, aware of. So, an excerpt here from the Guardian says the government wants to extract the general practice history. So GP. GP history of every patient in England by the 1st of July. And the records in question being stored contain the most private details of a person's life. The proposals suggest mass collection of every English patient's history, including mental health episodes, smoking and drinking habits, and diagnoses of disease such as cancer. But it will also include dated instances of domestic violence, abortions, sexual histories, and criminal offences. And it's like... The, uh, what do you want that information for though? That's the, see, this is exactly oh, weird, it. Does that's it? exactly it. So your GP kind of personalize some ads. Your GP has all of this information, obviously. Yeah, yeah. And the government wants it, and you have an you have a, uh, an option to opt out of the government yeah, no, taking this data. Everybody should opt out of that. Yes, but like um, the government has the government is basically saying they're going to take this data from the first of July, but nobody knows that it's happening in the first place so it's kind of it's, it's one of the things that it's not being talked about anywhere but it would have just quietly happened because the government is legally allowed to do it but right. also not obligated to tell us to that tell they're doing anyone. it that's so shady man so it says all it really says is uh we do not allow data to be used solely for commercial purposes mm, okay the scheme is not to do with the pandemic. Control of patient information notices currently allow for access and data wrangling rights to health records in connection with fighting COVID-19. Uh, hmm. It says here, England's 55 million patients have until the 23rd of June to opt out of the scheme. 23rd of June? Okay, that's only 12 days away. But without a debate about the pros and cons, the public will have good reason to be wary. A perceived lack of transparency risks losing the trust of the public at a time when the health service needs to preserve it, which is this is why this process needs to be scrapped and restarted. I am opting out of this. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm opt out after this episode. Yeah, hundred percent. And um, I honestly, I encourage everybody else to do so because if it's if it's a, if it's a thing where they can see the the reason as to why this is a good idea then fair enough, then you should be transparent with it. But the fact that it's being done in such a shady manner yeah. makes me think that it's not necessarily going to be used for purposes th- that are going to benefit uh, yeah, like, the, the people. people yeah. yeah, like I don't get why they would need to know if you had like a mental breakdown in fucking 2006. Yeah, and I'm sure that there's... There or you had an, an abortion in like 08 or something like that. Yeah, and there are people that are going to be working in the medical practitioners in that field that are going to be like oh yeah they're probably going to be doing it for this and doing it for that but if they haven't come out and said this then for as far as I'm concerned you have no right to my yeah. data so we will share a link in the uh, in the podcast description which um, allows you to opt out I have that ready on in my uh, in my browser tabs and like I've already mentioned I encourage you all to do so this isn't me talking from like a conspiracy theorist like point of view I've always been like very contrarian, so it's not me just trying to say, oh yeah, like rebel against the masses or rebel against the machine. Da, 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 da. It's nothing to do with that. It's quite literally the fact that they are saying um, data that is shared between yourself and your GP is now available for for the government, and they're not giving us the reason why. And that that to me doesn't sound particularly 
productive or helpful to any of us. The 55 million people or however many people they said that are going to have their data grabbed. Yo, we need to go private, man. I don't have money to go private. <laughs> Is it that expensive? Though? Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Right. My physio cost my my physio for my knee costs way over three grand. What for the year? Uh, it might have been about that. Uh, okay. It might have been about that. That's that a bit much. Yeah. Yeah. But yes, that was um. That was the first thing I wanted to talk about, and that was the, the first thing I wanted to get out of the way. So I had to make sure that was like one of the first things I said, just so I didn't actually forget about that um that particular topic. Now, there was another thing that I needed to talk about, which is very important, especially for parents of children in schools. And that is the results of... Or anyone with young siblings or Yeah, whatever. yeah, true. Anyone with young siblings or family members yeah, that, yeah, are yeah. In, that are in school. And it was the result of... Uh, A review from Ofsted. So those of those of you who have been to school before, like know who Ofsted. You know who Ofsted are. Yeah, yeah. You, you know, know us very well. Yeah, yeah. They, and they said we was bad kids, man. Can't believe it. We were though. Ah. <laughs> we, we were. We were. Let's let's keep it a bean. Um. So this this was a report published on the tenth of June. So that was yesterday. yesterday. Crikey, that was yesterday, and. It's a press release which is widely available on the gov.uk website which says Ofsted, culture change needed to tackle normalised sexual harassment in schools and colleges. Sexual harassment, including online sexual abuse, has become normalised for children and young people. It says here, Ofsted inspectors visited 32 state and private schools and colleges and spoke to more than 900 children and young people about the prevalence of sexual harassment in their lives and the lives of their peers. Around 9 in 10 of the girls we spoke to said that sexist name-calling and being sent unwanted explicit pictures or videos happened a lot or sometimes. That is crazy. 9 out of 10. Yeah, 90%, you know. Inspectors were also told that boys talk about whose nudes they have and share them among themselves like a collection game, typically on platforms like WhatsApp or Snapchat. The review recommends they're, that... They're capping. They ain't got no nudes, man. I don't I know, capping, you know. Capping, I man. don't know. Uh... The review recommends that school and college leaders act on the assumption that sexual harassment is affecting their pupils and take a whole school approach to addressing these issues, creating a culture where sexual harassment is not tolerated. The reason I say I don't know is because you remember a few episodes back where you spoke about that guy who um, got murdered because his girlfriend was sending her nudes to other guys and he got mad about it and he, she yeah, set him up. Yeah, 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 and how yeah, old were they? That. They were like 14. Yeah, they were young as well. Now I'm not saying that's an indicator of the wider behavior of all that 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 age group. Yeah, but yeah, but I'm I'm saying if that's the case, there's like there's there's another underlying issue where they're like saying collective, like a collective of nudes. So it's like everyone in that generation is just sending nudes to each other. I think that might be a bit extreme. Yeah, like okay. I think that, yeah, I think that yeah, might the be way they said it was like passing them around. Like, yeah, yeah, like Pokemon put, cards. Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. Like, they got a shiny Zapdos or something. Like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So like, it's, not, it's not a funny situation, but no, like, it's yeah. Not, like, yeah, but I can't imagine that they just got like every chicks in their class nudes, you know what I'm saying? Mm. You're right. I, I mean, I could be wrong and I don't, don't no, get me, I don't condone it at all anyway. Absolutely not, yeah. Like, I, let I, me not stray from that point, but yes. I just, I just think that 
the guys who are saying that they got X, Y, and Z's nudes are just, they're just lying. They just want to sound cool to their friends. You know what? I think it's a bit weird for us to like, we can't put ourselves in that situation because in the time that we went to school, none of these things existed. No. So I guess now, while we, we have no idea, obviously, if it's happening and if no. it is happening, it's obviously very bad. But there is obviously the very real possibility that it could be the case. Because yeah, could be, could be, man. You know, very it's like, well could be, man. Smart, smart, we didn't even have really have like smartphones, smartphones back then, no. but they had like 32 megabytes of memory. You got like two or three songs on it, and your memory is full. Like, <laughs> camera <laughs> quality is all mad grainy and shit. We ain't taking no pictures of nothing. So, yeah, things are a little different now, and I guess we, we wouldn't know. No, it says here, lack of reporting. We found that children don't often see the point of challenging or reporting this harmful behavior because it's seen as a normal experience. People said adults often don't realise the prevalence of sexual harassment that occurs both inside and outside school. They spoke of teachers not knowing the reality of their lives. Um, I agree with the point about teachers not knowing the reality of their lives. And I think a large part of that is stemmed stems pr- from um, a point that you said in a previous episode about teachers not really necessarily caring about the welfare of their children as much as they care about getting in and getting out of work. I to say the same thing. They don't get paid for that. Yeah, That's all they care and they don't get paid to understand the life of your child. They don't get paid for that. I just want to come in, mark off these reports, teach this curriculum, and out. Which leads nicely onto the next paragraph, which says, we found that many teachers and leaders consistently underestimate the scale of these problems. They either didn't identify sexual harassment and sexualized language as significant problems, they didn't treat them seriously, or they were unaware they were happening. However... School leaders did note that easy access to pornography had set unhealthy expectations of sexual sexual relationships and shaped perceptions of women and girls. Children told inspectors that they didn't always want to talk to adults about sexual harassment for a variety of reasons, including concerns about reputational damage or being socially ostracized. They also worried about not knowing what would happen next once they reported an incident and about potential police involvement. That last point, I think, is very important specifically well the whole, that whole last paragraph which is like where it says children told the inspectors they didn't always want to talk to adults about sexual harassment including concerns about reputational damage yeah so that let me be clear i was i would like to say i was one of the if not most i was probably the most popular guy in our year okay at the age of 15 yeah by the age of 18, none of that matters. By the age of 21, none of that matters. So, like, to the like the young girls that this happening to, if you're scared of what your re- reputation may be, by the time you're 18, 21, but by the time you're even out of school and you're going to a college or you're doing whatever, none of that is going to matter. You reckon Don't... you could tell 15-year-old you that, though? Yeah, I could. I could. And you'd believe it? I believe it, but I don't know if I, I don't know if fifteen year old me would absorb it fully. But I would definitely take take heed of it. None of it, none of that matters. Because you're right. You're yeah, right. No, I, none but of like, it matters. Don't worry about your your high school reputation. Okay, if let's if if we break it down a little bit further, because let's not let's not say it's about necessarily being like the most popular popular person in the school or anything like that. I think there's also the very real danger. For example, for example, if if a, if um, a young girl, teenage years, you know, obviously 
everyone's growing and developing on hormones, yada, 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 yada. You're, you're sort of like finding your identity within yourself. And you're like... Young boys as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like I said, yeah, that's, that's a teenager in general. Okay, yeah, but like, yeah. let's say young girls, for example, in this, in this example, a young girl has an experience where she, like, she's been sexually harassed. Yeah. And she reports that. Yeah. And it's like, nothing comes of this report. Nothing comes of this report. And yeah. you know, you know full well from our time in school, it wasn't necessarily like sexual harassment, but like if anyone had a problem, like there was occasions of bullying and stuff, that shit would just get brushed under the carpet. I do remember an incident and the police was up there in a second and all parties involved was removed from school for a bit until they got that shit clear. I don't remember that. But I'm, like, not, I'm not going to put these people's businesses out there, but there was... It was cool cats as well. Mm. Even the, the young lady involved, don't nothing like serious happened. It wasn't like yeah. a serious, but the whole situation it was, it should it never should have occurred. Yes, like nobody was hurt, troubled, anything like that. But it was just a very bad situation. Okay. Um, but yeah, all them them parties was removed from school and like authorities was involved in that so I can, situations like that it does happen it does happen yeah. on regular regular shit like and I say regular and even that's wrong but like regular shit like bullying or theft or things like that yeah you're right they just get swept under the rug it, you know what you you say that but it was actually regular yeah, shit yeah it was like, regular it was actually regular yeah, shit that was it's, part it's, of the course for our school time it's not, it's not, not a nice way thing to say but going back to my, my point it's like if I would be thinking probably if I was in that, if, if I was in like a 15 year old girl's shoes or however old I was in secondary school, whatever year it may be, like I have been sexually harassed, right? I want to report this, but these teachers don't really know me. Yeah, okay. And I want to believe that I can talk to them about any problems that I have, but what if they don't believe me? How can I take it further? What? But it's your duty as a teacher to, uh, and once that claims are made, to investigate that. Absolutely, even if it's a false alarm, you got you got to do that. Absolutely, is. But then there's also the possibility is like, okay, cool. If this gets followed up and then nothing comes of it, now it's kind of like, if like that guy might sort of get away with it, and then subsequently she's in the mud because it is it's it's quite literally in 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 school at least it's. If you make an accusation and that person is not proven guilty of doing whatever it is you've accused them of, you lied. That's slide down the road anyway. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But it's like when you've got to come, you've got to come into school every day and see these people. It's like I think it yeah, must that's be heavy. That's, that's, it, that it must be a lot. That's, it must be a lot, lot worse through. because like okay, cool. Now I've reported this. Nothing's come of it, and now everybody is ostracizing me because they think I'm a liar. I am now in a, I'm now in an environment where I'm not comfortable. And I don't think, I, I think even if you're not one of the people that have been a victim of the abuse, you may know somebody that has and they, yeah. and they may not have been believed. So then why would you want to go out of your way to report that? Yeah, that's tough. I, could, I can understand why they wouldn't. Um, I, can, I can only put the blame on the, the adults in that situation for it not being followed through correctly. Yeah. Now, there's no way nothing should have come of it. Yeah. And I do understand, like, it's a very difficult situation to navigate for the for the adult as well, because it's like, you know, it in, in a situation like that, it's like her word against his word and yeah. stuff like that. But ultimately, the person who is the one perpetuating the problem is the one that is always going to get away with it. 
Also, on the flip side, to play devil's advocate, and again, I'm not like co-signing or supporting any nasty behavior or anything here. But what if there's instances where somebody has lied on someone blatantly malice? It definitely has. It definitely can happen. Yeah, a hundred percent can happen. Which is why I say it's a difficult situation to navigate. Um, like we don't have the, we we don't have the answers for that because obviously that kind of thing is very situational. It's like if a girl's like, oh yeah, boom, he was groping me, yada yada, and then she goes and reports it. And he's like, nah, 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 it never happened. It never happened. It might have happened. Yeah. And if it has happened, something should be done about that. Yeah. But if they can't prove it, then it kind of makes it it's a bit of a difficult yeah, but situation. I, I, in this day and age, I don't think there's no way that there should not be proof or whatever, unless there's like some obscure corner with no CCTV or no, I don't know, playground attendant patrolling or something like that. that you shouldn't really be able to get away with them kind of things. No, you shouldn't. You definitely shouldn't. But it does happen. Like It does, but yeah. That's why I think it shouldn't, it's... shouldn't, but it does it's a bit tricky and that's, and that's why I do understand that uh, that that point about like reputational damage and stuff like that because it's like at that point you just got to leave school I don't even think you're going to I don't even think you should leave school for the reputational damage but it's like you said going into an environment that you're not comfortable in yeah and like your words have just fallen on deaf ears that's I would advise you to leave school because that's, that's not a good yeah, environment for you to be in yeah you wouldn't want to be there and I can completely understand that but I think that more I don't know if it's funding, but needs to be put into like school security. And the last part of that paragraph said they also worried about not knowing what would happen next once they reported an incident, which is what I basically just spoke about, yeah. and about potential police involvement. So when it comes to the point about police involvement, again, that's obviously something that as a fifteen-year-old or however old like teenage, I don't know, I don't know, I keep going back to fifteen, but like if a teenage girl or a teenage boy or whatever, who like because you know sexual harassment can go both ways. Yeah, but like a teenager, it can also be. It's not just girl boy boy yeah, girl yeah it's not, it's not always heterosexual yeah, yeah. yeah like, but like police involvement is like okay cool I've gone through a, a, a stressful or traumatic situation now I've got to relive that again I don't want to have to li- I don't have to live it again maybe if like, maybe it will just not happen again and I should just you know sweep it under the carpet but then you know it's like okay cool now you've given that person a license to do it again and not even necessarily to you to another person yeah so it's 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 tricky um, something definitely needs to be done so more security needs to be in place in schools if this is happening if, if children are feeling unsafe it's this is a very very long um, report so I'm not going to go into it too much but um, we can put it in the in the podcast description so if you want to if you want to take a read of it you can do that but this is probably the last paragraph I'm going to mention because I think it's also quite important it says here, most children felt that the relationships, sex and health education they received didn't give them information and advice they needed to navigate the reality of their lives. Girls were frustrated that there wasn't clear teaching of what constitutes acceptable and unacceptable behavior. And many had turned to social media or their peers to educate each other. One female pupil told inspectors it shouldn't be our responsibility to educate boys. Now. Well said. It's not. It uh, definitely isn't. Parents, you got to step in there. Um... Also, I feel like a lot of these kids is playing dumb, man. They know right from wrong, man. Of course. It's like, don't ask for um, permission, ask for forgiveness. Kind yeah. Of thing. Like, these kids know what they, they know what's what, man. Yeah, but again, I think it's one of those things where, you know, it's not that big a deal. You know, I didn't do that. I didn't do anything bad. It was just a little this or a little that. And it's like, 
it's wrong. It is no, wrong. It's wrong. It know, is it's wrong. wrong. It's like, oh yeah, you know, he, she might, he or she might have even laughed it off at the time, and it's like, you know, that that could have been a fear response. Could have been, but if they laugh it off as a response, then is that person then in the wrong because they may have thought they enjoyed it? No, because I mean, no, nah, 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 nah. It's never. It's like, nah, like the the act itself. I think we spoke about this really early on. I can't remember what episode it was, but is let's say you, I don't know, like you, you, you grope a, a young miss and I don't know, she turns around, smiles and laughs or something. Yeah. Now, you really shouldn't be doing that to a stranger. Yes. At first and foremost. But let's say it just happens to work out. You get the numbers. I'm talking about grown up. Like, and things start clicking and popping. Yeah. Someone down the line, something fruitful comes from that. On the flip side, it could go like like devastatingly wrong, which probably would if you're doing that to a stranger. Yeah, absolutely. But can you see what I'm saying? There's there's no that's not always the outcome. It's not. But you but should never do that. Like, yeah, don't, that's I can't stress that, that yeah, enough. Yeah, like, that's that's not the, say, yeah. That is not the way to go about it. But it's yeah. not like you have that. You've never seen it happen. Like you've you've never seen someone pull like, pull like a girl's arm, and like you know what I'm saying. Oh, come here, let me talk to you. Mm. And it's gone one way, and then the the way that you expect it to happen, you pull the arm and it's gone completely. Like left for that guy. Yeah. There's no rules. There's no there's no rules to like. Basically, you can't keep your hands to yourself. Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I was going to say, there's no rules except the fact that you should just keep your hands to yeah, yourself. Yeah, like, just, like, just, just, if you think about, think about how I encourage, like, young, young people to, to think about how they would feel if they saw that treatment happening to their younger brother or sister. Yeah, that's a good way to look at it. Some people don't react to that. But no, they don't. But like, put like yeah. put yourself in the in the in their shoes just for a second. Yeah, like, yeah, no, that's just... true. But yeah, I don't want. All adults know. of authority involved need like more needs to be done. More needs to be done for that environment to feel safe for the students to be in. It is. It is. Yeah, you're 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 hundred percent correct. You're hundred percent correct. You are definitely hundred percent correct. But I do think that you know, people will always try to exploit those who they don't think will will speak up and stuff like that. So. when there's like the, when the burden of proof is and i hate to say it like that because it doesn't it's not it's not good but the burden when the burden of proof is on the accuser it's typically the victim that does that doesn't end up winning that situation unless something major has happened mm. and like you know all abuse is is major generally yeah. but you know like in the terms in terms of like a sliding scale yeah but i didn't want to talk about that too much i just thought it was um it was an interesting point of note because I'm, I'm sure you've spoken about something like this before and this is quite interesting that Ofsted did a report on something like this. But uh, if you want to read the full report, we'll put that in the in the podcast description also. I genuinely really, really encourage you to look at the podcast description on this episode because that's two things that you should really like take a look at. But... Uh... <laughs> okay. We started this really heavy, so we'll, we'll yes, we we'll, kind of it's been heavy, man. We'll continue, we'll continue in the heavy. We continue in heavy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then we'll and then we'll, buckle up, man. Yeah, and then we'll lighten it up. Uh, the last thing I read, which was 
which was absolutely wild, was a news article about um, a man who uh, was sacrificing women. And his intention of doing so was to win the lottery. Bro, I heard about this on ITV News, like, yes, not yesterday, the day before, some shit crazy like that. So he's making blood sacrifices to gamble, to win the lottery. It's not even like he's blood sacrificing for riches. It's for a chance to win the lottery. Like, that's a whole ga- What the fuck is wrong with this person, man? Why are you blood sacrificing to unknown entities, but for the lottery, to win the lottery? So what? Okay, the story in itself is crazy, but like when I heard about it, I was thinking like, that can't be something that happened in this country. This guy's asking for a ticket. Like he's, he's he's sacrificing lives for a ticket for a piece of paper. Yeah. So, what did you hear about it? I was background. I don't really hear too much. Well, I, I just remember he was he killed like some he killed two girls or something like that. Yeah. But the the thing that, that stuck out was blood sacrificing deal with the devil for a winning lottery ticket yeah a winning lottery ticket imagine he got the winning lottery ticket and a jackpot was like seven pounds <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah okay yeah well okay i i heard about the story and i was thinking okay cool first it can't be in this country that's a bit wayward i thought it was probably going to be like in the states or something it turns out it is actually in this country in this very city no less that is fucked, secondly man. i thought it was going to be like a much older man but the guy is 19. Absolutely fucked, man. So I was like, I need, to le- I need to learn a bit more about this because this story seems a bit wild. And it turns out uh, that this man, 19 years old he was, he wrote a pact agreeing to kill random women as long as he didn't get caught. And he made a deal with the devil... In order to wait, wait, in which he promised to sacrifice these women in return for winning the lottery. So this happened about twelve months ago. When, in which case, he may have probably been eighteen at the time. And shortly after the killings, he bought like a, like loads of lottery tickets. Uh, three of which were tucked inside the handwritten agreement he had made with a demon. So this case was obviously going to be prosecuted at the Old Bailey. This happened uh, last year, uh, and the woman's bodies were found like intertwined and concealed in like in hedges so rest in peace to those two ladies like this is obviously very terrible news um and the prosecutor said when the defendant's bedroom was searched the police found a handwritten document purporting to be an agreement between the defendant and a demon in which he promised to sacrifice women in order to win the lottery and not be suspected of any crime he had committed it would appear that the defendant had confidence that his plan would work since following the fatal attacks upon these two women, the defendant purchased several lottery tickets and three tickets were folded up inside the agreement he had written with the devil. As it turned out, the demon did not come good on the bargain since not only did the defendant not win the lottery, but the police identified all the evidence that links him to these two murders. So... Crazily enough, he has denied double murder and possessing a knife. And to the two women that were murdered, prayers and condolences to your families. That is, this is like, this is one of those wild stories that you yeah, only, absolutely. that you hear about. That's a Netflix happen, wait, waiting to happen. Yeah, yeah. But like, I just thought it was one of those things Like you know, it's like you said, it was on ITV News and it was, 
it, it just seems such a fantastical story that it would be something that you would see as a Netflix as a Netflix original yeah, or something like that. Like, there's nothing funny about this story at all, but man. it's crazy. It's actually crazy. And the guy was only 19. So, I know how this is probably going to go. Like, they'll probably put... um. They'll probably put in a defense where they say he's not like of not of sound mind or something like nah, that. Nah, I think he's thirty plus. Forty years. Yeah, yeah, mean, for, yeah, for sure. Like get this get this man that. off the streets because yeah, that's all of that. That's insane. But like Yeah, uh enough of the heavy stuff for now. Like that was just those were the um the heavy yeah, topics out of the way. Let's boycott the lottery, man. I'm not sure I agree with that. Mm. Nah, I'm playing that. Nah. Idiot tax, you're right. But um we're forty minutes in and we haven't spoken about anything positive yet. So, or anything funny. So we'll, 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 we'll get to that. And I have a question. Now, you go to the gym. I do. Worked thanks out, for you no, know. Thanks for noticing. Yeah, yeah, you know, you're relatively healthy. You're into fitness and stuff. You ever seen those people uh, who, like, snort pre-workout? Or dry scooping. Snort, yeah, yeah. Yeah, dry yeah, I see that all the time. All kinds of supplements, dry scooping, that's disgusting, man. Have you ever tried it? No. Okay. Fuck no. <laughs> I'm not doing that. You... Look around some powdery mouth, man. <laughs> so you've Fuck never tried dry scooping. Not, nev- not even out of curiosity. Nope. Never. Okay. So I don't know if like uh anyone listening remembers the cinnamon challenge where basically you yeah, have to get that. like a, a teaspoon of cinnamon, you gotta just eat it like choking up, raw. boy. Uh, sending them to that A and E. Yeah, yeah. So I, I didn't actually realize how how dangerous or how bad this could potentially be. And I wasn't taking part in any of these challenges. In it, I was just like, kind of, I was observing. You know, I was like watching you know, everyone else be stupid. Yeah, exactly. But when it came to the uh, the pre workout thing, I do remember one time. I think it might have been about three or four years ago, where I was hearing these people say about if you take the pre workout without water, it hits your body a lot quicker. That's bullshit. So I was like, I'm gonna try it one day. So you one time, tried I, it. one time oh, I went to the gym, dusty, I had my man. single, my single scoop of pre workout, and I poured like I put it in my mouth, and I got like halfway through. And you start coughing. I was, <laughs> I was coughing and spluttering. That blue I, raspberry. I, I, I had tears like streaming out of my eyes. I'm wobbling around the change room. I was like, Yo, I need water. I'm, I'm like just like drinking bare water, and it's like the, the stuff is stuck like the the pre clumping up and like, that. Yeah, it's clumping in my throat. Sandy. Highly do not recommend. Yeah, I definitely don't none do of these challenges, shit, man. None of these challenges are fun. None of these challenges are fun. I have to stress that. Like, that's not a challenge. That's just like that still goes on. That's been going on for like it's been yeah, it's many been many years. It's like been the pre workout scooping, whatever the L glutamine, whatever they're scooping up, man. Yeah, yeah. But like the the reason I say this is because I came across a thing where uh, an. <laughs> I don't know why they mentioned that she's an OnlyFans star, but she's like, she said... <laughs> Try to tarnish her name already, innit? Yeah, like from the jump. Suffered a heart attack taking a part, taking part in the dry scooping viral TikTok challenge. What did she dry scoop though? Uh, a spoonful of undiluted protein powder for a more productive workout. So... <laughs> she died of a heart attack? No, she didn't die. Oh, she didn't sorry. Die. She, she suffered a heart attack. Yeah, yeah, from, yeah. From some protein powder with no, no yeah. mixture, yeah. This article was trashing the shit out of her though, because it's funny. It's like it's funny because I'll read these first two paragraphs, and we're not gonna go too deep into why they're talking about her like this. But it says an OnlyFans star named name of person suffered a heart attack after trying out the popular dry scooping trend on TikTok that involves ingesting a spoonful of undiluted protein powder for a more productive workout. 
The 20-year-old Florida stripper consumed the powder Jeez. before her exercise and started feeling chest pains at her gym. Only fans, stripper, and yeah, all yeah, that like, business what? side. Yeah. They're, they're just trying to um, insult her intelligence. Yeah, pretty much. Saying if you have an OnlyFans or you strip, you've exhausted all options or you haven't even got the talent to try any other options. So that's what you resorted to. Which It's not a case, but go on. But it says here... Uh, Suffer heart attack. Tried to. I never thought something like this happened to me, especially because I'm so young. After I took the pre-workout, I started to feel tingly and itchy all over my body, which wasn't a good feeling. But I googled it and said that it was a normal side effect. Oh, so it was pre-workout. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it was. There's me thinking it's like whey protein. Or yeah, something. I thought like, the same thing. Fuck? Yeah, it was it a heart attack. It, from like it was pre-workout. Yeah, okay, pre-workout. So what I will say to anyone who is going to the gym and actually taking pre-workout that correctly, beta, and he, he, is that tingles, the itchy feeling and the tingly feeling is very normal. So if you are taking pre-workout and the correct way with water or whatever you want to mix it with, yeah, you're and gonna you feel do start anyway. feeling tingly. That's very normal. Do not panic. You can get some without the the beta aniline in it, but. Uh, so I started to do, I began to do my workout. I started to feel a heavy feeling in my chest and slight pain, but it wasn't too bad. I thought it was maybe anxiety or a bad panic attack, so I decided to ignore it and push through my workout. After recovering from dizziness and nausea, she said she was feeling better, so she went to her job performing as a stripper. I don't know why they keep mentioning this. <laughs> in the locker room of my job, I started getting hot, even though it was cold in there. I started sweating a lot and was drenched, even though I was wearing a bikini. Then my chest pain came back, and this time it was more intense. The pain went to my back and to my left arm and my left arm went slightly limp. So I knew that those were symptoms of a heart attack. I called 911 and the ambulance came. At the hospital, after running some tests, the doctor saw that the dancer's troponin type of protein found in the muscles of the heart levels were quite high, meaning that she either had a heart attack or her heart was very stressed. It was later determined that she had a non-ST non segment elevation myocardial infarction which is a type of heart attack typically less damaging to the heart. Anyways, I say all of this to say, people, I beg, stop taking part in these ridiculous TikTok challenges, man, because like one of these one of these days you're going to do it and you're not going to wake up next morning because none of this stuff is, like it, it might look like it's fun for a TikTok or fun for a viral moment, but the viral virus will kill you, man. Like this is, this, is, this shit really isn't worth it. And like I've already said, I didn't when I when I did it when I tried to do the whole dry pre-workout thing it wasn't because I saw it on a challenge I literally heard it from somebody in the gym who was literally like pushing 50 kilo dumbbells on the be on, on, on the incline bench and I was thinking he must know what he's doing <laughs> so, so I was like I'm gonna get you right yeah so I was like I'm gonna try and see how it works and I remember because I was there the day I did it I was in the gym with my boy Reese and he like watched me do it and it, just, it, it didn't it didn't it didn't bang me <laughs> you see he started mixing his shit immediately yeah, <laughs> yeah he's extra warm yeah. <laughs> but like yeah like I was like yeah it's, this, this isn't gonna work for me it's not gonna work out at all it was it was honestly one of the worst experiences of my life in the gym it was horrible I, I don't like pre-workout anyway never been a fan do you reckon it's a placebo? Mm, yeah no Nah, the stimulus in it would do, but I would just, just drink some black coffee or some green tea or something. I do, man. The, yeah, I do the green tea. Like, if you now. need, if you need a a drink to get you up and go to the gym, man, you're in the wrong place, man. Like, if you can't work out without that, or you need that to get you there, man, it, it probably ain't for you, man. Yeah. Okay. Don't give these companies your money, man. Yeah, and yeah, again, like I say, I stress this point to say stop doing these 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 ridiculous TikTok challenges, especially if it's to do with like the consumption or or the, the consumption of, of anything going in stuff. your body, man. Like yeah, any... man. 
because sometimes that, you might do some damage that you can't undo and then you'll be going viral for a different reason and a reason that you can't you can't control right let's get into what we spoke about last episode all right okay where shall we begin i think we should start with the talking stage because we're better we're better to start with them with the talking stage all things start from talking right yeah right so what is the talking stage let's 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 start let's start like this what is the talking stage to you and like i like I'm gonna I'm gonna preface this by saying I'm like fully with Ren's point of view that the talking stage is not a thing. Okay, yeah, we, don't, right, we, don't, gonna... we don't agree with like the existence of a talking stage. Right. So when I ask when I ask Ren this question, it's not to say like what do you say the talking stage is when you're courting a young lady. I'm just saying what do you think the the perception of the talking stage actually is? Um, when you when you talk when you've done no other intimate acts or spent any real quality time with someone other than speaking i mean that could be in person in passing on the phone messaging that's what i would think like if i'm talking to you if i if i called you this morning we spoke for a couple hours or, or you call me first of all i don't call, call no you already know <laughs> yeah. I, I ain't calling nobody i don't even like speaking on the phone so if i'm talking to you on the phone that's already a step yeah it's yeah. a big step in my book um. Oh yeah, that's it. I just think acts of talking, acts of communication. Cool. Off the back of that, this is why I believe that there's so much ambiguity about the existence of the talking stage. Because if you ask five people what the talking stage they're is, they're going to give will you all give you different Ooh. answers. But the second and we do something other than talking, we're not talking. It, but if I'm dry scooping you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But like, once anything goes past that, then it's it's like it's not that anymore, isn't it? Like the, the fact you you have an intimate act with somebody you're not seeing them, like if you've seen that person naked, you, you've literally seen you're seeing them. You've seen them in it. They're in their born suit. <laughs> you're not in the talking stage anymore. You're now seeing this person, right? But I believe that a lot of people in the talking stage believe that they can actually be in an intimate relationship some was intimate relationship with somebody and still be in the talking stage. That's because they just want to either guard themselves or they want to be slimy. It's one of the two, isn't it? It's either defense or attack. Yeah. yeah it's yeah, like they're either yeah, trying to go yeah, on the yeah, offensive yeah. or the defensive. They yeah. either want to be a slime ball and just be like, no, it's not serious on the dinner. I can do this, this and this with that person or whatever. It's not it's no biggie. Or the other person's like they're just reserved defense got their guard up. They've been through some shit in the past. Like, no, it's, I don't want to commit. It's not serious. We're just in the talking stage. Right, I can walk away from this at any time. Yes, that's how the parties are. That is, that is the that is the critical line because I think my, my interpretation of the talking stage from what I see with people is like we may be seeing each other and doing all the things that like a lot of people see it as like you're doing all the things that you do in a relationship but you don't have the title. Alright, that's not to me. That's that's. You're seeing, like you're, you're seeing, seeing that person. Yeah, 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 I, yeah, I agree. I agree. But like, like, you can't be talking to someone that you can't be dating someone and talking. Like, you're dating at that point, isn't it? It's not I'm dating them or I'm talking to them. Isn't it? Yeah, this girl I'm talking to, or whoever's case, this guy I'm talking to. But you've been on dates or numerous dates, then you're not talking. You're dating. It's the person, uh, this person you're dating. Call it what it is. Unless there's like an agreement established where that isn't the case. No, but you went on a date. Oh right, okay, yeah. You've been yeah, on yeah, dates. Yeah, 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 you're yeah, dating, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So you think then 
intimacy is what takes it from being the talking stage to not the talking stage. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's... Like if you're just getting out to know each other and you're having a couple conversations, however you do, then yeah, they're talking. When you actually decide to meet up and and you've been on like I been on a few romantic dates or whatever, so... you're no longer talking. And then once you've beginning to get intimate mm. uh, canoodling <laughs> kissing caressing and that I love not, that word canoodling is such an awesome word you're not talking anymore yeah when we've passed talking this isn't talking what we're doing right now I think a lot can't of people, talk with your tongue in my mouth yeah 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 facts a lot of people will see it as though like if we haven't got the title then we are just we're just talking or we're just okay so alright Let's break it down a little further then. What's the difference between the talking stage and the dating? And da- oh, we may have already answered this. Yeah, between the talking stage and dating then? You're, you're physically... Talking stage is putting plans on paper. Dating is acting on that. So is, so dating, physical. The same, is dating the same as being in a relationship? No. So what's the difference between dating and being in a relationship? I'm, I'm, I'm playing dumb on purpose. Okay. I mean, a relationship is when you're solely with that person. Okay. So you can be dating or you can be in the talking stage and you're not mutually exclusive. You can be dating and not mutually exclusive. Yes, that's true. So then I guess the sticking point with uh, the talking stage is mutual exclusivity then. No, I think talking stage is nothing physical. Talking stage is purely communication with aspirations of perhaps taking things further. Do you think it's important to have this thrashed out at the beginning? I think the talking stage should just be abolished like that. 100%. But like, especially in this day and age where, you know, online dating and stuff and the, the vast majority of our, like, of general people's lives is literally just talking, whether that be on the phone or via some kind of instant messenger or whatnot. Do you think it's important to understand, like, or establish where you stand early with people? Yeah. Does that not lead to like potential complications with like I, I, and I guess I guess in a way it can be like not how do I say this how would you go about it then how would I go about like establishing what because I guess the 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 words that people are Slimy people, slimy people don't want to hear. Are what are we? Okay. But how would you get that that message out to somebody that you're in the air quotes talking stage with, without coming across like, um, you're trying to force something or trying to like put that boundary in place. So I'm I'm currently in the talking stage, yeah. and I want to what take things further. How do I? Yeah. Or or, or rather, how do you? Est- See, I think the talking stage is the intention is already there. Okay, I'm talking to you because you're, and I've, and you're talk, we're talking to each other because we want to pursue, we want to see if we can take things elsewhere. Yeah, but your your interpretation of the talking stage is that like you're talking with the intention of taking things further. Yeah, but there's like there may not necessarily be any mutual exclusivity at this point. There may not necessarily be any intimate intimacy yeah. at this point. But the person you're talking to may not necessarily see things in the same way as you. So, do you think it's important to establish how you both see? where you are with each other at the beginning yeah i think you should but also on that person's end if if i'm trying to if i'm going if i want to go on a date with you yeah i want to take you out i want to meet up or whatever yeah to think from that that we're like exclusive or even for me to think that we're exclusive is kind of like 
Mum's like, what? Like, you can't really think that. Seriously? Like, really? Are you really going to think that? What? That we're exclusive? Yeah. Well, who would think that? Why wouldn't you? Why would you? If someone, if, if, if I'm taking, if I'm taking. You're taking a girl on a date. Yeah. You think you're exclusive with her. Well, okay, hold on, hold on, because you're gonna be your first date, you, second date, not first date or second date. That's this what is what I'm saying. Is, you're gonna be sound crazy. Yeah, <laughs> like, because we've just stepped up from the talking stage. We've now put plans in motion. Yeah, let's meet here, have drinks, dinner, whatever. Yeah, no, we're not exclusive. I would not expect that girl to not see any other guy other than me after this one date. Okay. Okay. Would you want to know if she is? Ah, that's a good question. Now yeah, that's a good question. Yeah. Um, yes. Right. Yes, I would. I'm, All right. Now here's a little asterisk here. Yeah. Grown up approach. Yes, I would. However, if you do not see yourself taking it to an exclusive level or wanting to pursue things in a serious manner, yeah, I don't think you're really gonna care if you've seen other people. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. So of it depends. It kind of depends what you want out of it. Yeah. Okay. Me, I'm, I'm, I'm. I don't know how I'd ask. I'm not gonna be like, so who else are you seeing or you going on <laughs> any other? That's mad aggressive. Yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you going on any other dates or? Yeah. Did you take this? Did you did you go to this place for that? For like, did, has anyone else took you here or something like that? I don't know how I would do it. Yeah. I think that would just have to be kind of organic in a spare moment, moment if at all. But I would be kind of curious to know, just to know like, what am I putting my time and efforts into? Yeah. Like, what potentially am I am I like? doing here yeah yeah i hear that okay another question off the back of that then you're seeing somebody you're going on you're going on dates with them and stuff and you do question if they're like seeing other people and she says yes right now at this point you've already established that you guys are aligned in what the talking stage actually is so Mm -hmm. like you guys like you've not been intimate and by proxy she's not been intimate with the other guys she's seeing will will the fact that she's seeing other guys change your approach towards how your relationship is with her mm, maybe mm. maybe uh, it depends because you never want to think that like it's a bad habit and you're going to get yourself into a, a deeper hole if you think every time she's not with you she's with somebody else yeah like, you shouldn't think that like you shouldn't live your life that way that's the kind of way i think generally and if you do that, then yeah, you're setting yourself up for failure. Mm. Um, you just gotta make sure that your time, you make that time spent with that person count. Yeah. Okay. I think the uh, the overarching point that we've got on this subject is that whilst we should, uh... it's like I live your life, do what you're doing, but like when once once we both decide. Once we both come to agreements, if we come to agreements that, all right, it's me and you now, like, I'm not seeing no one, you're not seeing no one else, and let's see where, we, where us, where we can go, then yeah, all that other, that shit that happened, like, prior to that is, like, whatever, isn't it? Like, this is where it is now. I think what the, the, the overarching point about this topic is, is that with all the ambiguity that surrounds the words talking stage, and especially the whole situation with uh a pre-relationship before you guys like become official it is very important to have those boundaries or not even necessarily boundaries or have it's important to have an interpretation of where you guys stand with each other in place just so there aren't any nasty surprises because if it's if it's a thing where it's like oh yeah for 
six months I was just led along and stuff like that first and foremost you shouldn't really be in a talking stage for six months but um, yeah for real man if you're talking more than like a couple of weeks a month or so without like physically putting any plans into motion and I, just, I don't really see that like playing out unless there's obviously like restrictions that you can't be avoid control, yeah. Yeah, yeah but no I'm saying like yeah speed the shit up <laughs> Like, you ain't got to be the whole day. Like, all right, I, I got work, you got work, cool. But I'm free for like an hour and a half after, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. That's a step, you know what I'm saying? It's like, something. It's, it's something, yeah, it's, can yeah, it? Like, yeah. Okay. That was, was good talk. Yeah. It was a good yeah, talk. Yeah, it was. That's this is where I stand. People may feel different about the talking stage, but let me know. Let me know what you feel. Yeah, I would... Yeah, this is another thing where because... It's like I say, if you ask five people, they'll give you five different responses. So I think um, I would like to I'd like to hear from people about this and see and see what they have to say. Uh, <laughs> dry scooping sounds so nasty, man. Yeah, it does sound nasty. It just makes me think of like when people used to say like dry humping way back in yeah, the day. Yeah, that's like, like when he's like, have you heard this dry scooping challenge? I, I automatically thought of like some some dry humping, picking up, <laughs> lifting up kind of shit. Like yeah. my mind went somewhere else. I didn't know it was like, oh, you mean the pre-workout shit? Like, yeah, it, it, yeah. it sounds it sounds a lot worse than it actually is. Yeah. Um, the last question I asked on the you know what I just completely glossed over the fact that I got a response on that. Sorry. Um, but the last question that I asked last week was how do you know when a relationship can't be saved and we said we were going to save it for the next episode because it's like it can particularly be a little bit um, there could be a lot to talk about on this subject yeah 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 and it came at the end of the last one spare the moment yeah, so we don't want to yeah. just we want to give it the right the right amount of time that it deserves so I'm going to start this off really quickly with one of the responses I got and it was in regards to this question, which is, once again, how do you know when a relationship cannot be saved? And a friend of the show wrote in to the podcast account and she said, I knew it was over when I exhausted all my options to try and save it. It became a decision between choosing my sanity and energy over saving this relationship mess that I channeled too much into and got little else of. And I was like, whoa, that's very heavy but yeah. it's also very real and it made me think even further about that question in general because i wondered then how many people are in relationships that they're kind of just going through the motions with because i think a lot of the pro um, a lot of the thing um a lot of what keeps people in long-term relationships and this is this isn't to say a lot of people but a lot of what keeps a lot of people in long-term long-term relationships is familiarity i'm about to say that there's like there's two things Familiarity, yeah. I was going to say comfortability, but it's the same same thing, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. I was going to say that and children. Yeah, 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 true. I think I think, he, I think, staying in a relationship because of children is a lot more dangerous than staying in a relationship because of familiarity. Yeah, Because there's... Staying in a relationship purely for children is not a healthy environment for yeah, children. Ba like. it's, it's bad. You might think it's bad for you as a couple, but it's yeah, a no, lot worse for those bad. children. Because the, la the last thing children need to see is the parents breaking, like... The parents' relationship breaking down because kids kids are very strange, but they're also very perceptive, and they start thinking it's their fault and stuff like that. Or they'll try to start thinking how they can fix it and stuff, and or they start thinking that that's the way to be. 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's the behavior that, that comes to expect. Yeah. yeah. So, but yeah. yeah, definitely familiarity slash comfortability. Yeah, more more often than not, familiarity because you know there's not like as many as many surviving relationships without kids as there are with kids. Other way around, with with kids as there are without kids. But yeah, familiarity. Um, a lot of people don't necessarily see the chance of um being as happy in another relationship as they were in their current relationship. Um, a lot of people seem to think think they can fix what's broken. Uh, I'm not mad at that though. No, no, absolutely not. A lot, absolutely not. But there's also that a point where you gotta like exercise a little bit of common sense. There's sometimes where things just can't be repaired. Yeah, and it is you know. There's no, it's it's not to say like, you know, as soon as your relationship hits one bump in the road, it's like, oh yeah, cool. This has got dead, you know, like obviously this isn't going to be how things are. People are different. And whenever you've got problems, you've got to work through them as a couple. And that's what relationships are all about. You know, relationships are about compromise, relationships are about sacrifice. And ultimately like your love will grow if you can, um, you can nurture all these things that make you better, better people individually and as a couple. But if you are in a situation where things are becoming corroded because that person isn't who they once were. Maybe you might not even be the person that you once were. Like you have to be able to be strong enough to walk away from it if, if need be. And I think that's a bit of pill to swallow for a lot of people. It is. I think for anyone to swallow. Yeah. Was, but yeah, for anybody to have to cope with that. Having to walk away from something that you that you love. Yeah. But like we sort of like diverted into like a uh just like relationship problems in yeah. general. The actual question is how do you know when a relationship can't be saved? So that implies that the relationship in itself is having problems which are causing a rift between between the parties. Yeah. And I guess for me it's if I had to answer that question, I would say for me, a relationship can't be saved when it becomes it becomes apparent that there are aspects of a person's personality, lifestyle, way or way of living or just aspects of that particular person that you are either no longer willing to overlook, not able to overlook or weren't able to train yourself to overlook. Uh, that's not, that's not, the, that's not the only thing, but like, you know, you might be starting to think, you know, if you've spoken to this person about problems that you're having in the relationship or problems that you're having, like as individuals or problems you're having as a couple, and those problems are either not being addressed or can't be addressed by that person for whatever reason it may be, then you might feel like, yeah, you do need to cut it off. Okay. That's fair. And that's not to say, you know, it's coming from a place of malice or anything, but like, <sighs> when you can't talk to someone as well, that's when things are things are a bit different, a bit a bit difficult because there have been like occasions where, you know, you might want to talk to somebody, but you think I've said this time and time again, enough has changed, so there's no point saying it again, and it's like, okay, cool, now you're sacrificing your own happiness because you're thinking that over time things will change and go back to how they were and then maybe in two three months time or however long it may be that problem comes up again and because you never mentioned it at the time you only have you only have yourself to blame for it right 
So yeah, communication is a big point. In yeah, there, like so the when there's like a, a breakdown. Break, yeah, a, a, but the thing about breakdowns in communication is that most people look at a breakdown in communication as like on a very surface level, like one person isn't willing to talk to the other or one person isn't willing to others understand the other. And breakdowns in, in communication can manifest in a, in a number of different ways. It can, it can simply be that like you guys aren't reading the same chapter or the same book anymore. Maybe your paths have deviated, right? For whatever reason, and this is this is like honestly kind of even sad to think about because it kind of makes me think that you know maybe there is not maybe there isn't really the security in any kind of long term relationship. I would like to think there is, but like in I've seen where people can't talk to people and it is it is problematic. I mean, only certainty by the future is uncertainty. Huh? Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's true. But like, that's that's what I think off the top of my head anyway. Um, I think, you know, cliche as it is, uh, breakdowns in communication are, are one of the fundamental reasons for like relationships, you know, just running their course. Because, yeah. you know, some things, they, they just do come to a natural end. And if you can just end it amicably, then that's 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 very noble of you. Again, it is difficult, especially if you have kids or you've been in that relationship for a long time and it's all you know. But you can't let the fear of the un- you can't let the fear of uncertainty that of not being in a relationship drive you when the alternative is staying in a relationship where you can't really be a hundred percent of yourself. No, I think even ended in a relationship. Um, amicably, what's that word? Mm? Ending a relationship am- amicably. Uh, yeah, that's it. I think that's saving it. I think so too. Like that's to some extent that's saving a relationship. I think so too. And I think the problem can do it like that. I don't think people know how to end relationships amicably nowadays. I think people I don't it's very difficult to unless both parties want to end the relationship. It is, yeah, because like unless both parties are on the same page and like, yeah, you know, I agree with that. Yeah, nobody nobody in the history of relationships has ever like successfully been like I don't think this relationship is right for us anymore. We should call it quits. Yeah, it doesn't happen. It doesn't, like, no. I, I don't see why that would happen. There's too much pride and ego just in people and human beings in general. Yeah, it, it doesn't happen. And typically when it does end like that, like if it isn't going to end like that, it's, only, it, it's typically one-sided. The other person doesn't want to end it. The other person wants to fight for it and stuff like that. Yeah. So yeah, unless it literally comes to a, a point where it is fizzling out very, like very obviously for the both of you, like nobody really knows how to break up with people nowadays so i think what people do is they just try and push the other person away okay yeah i hear what you're saying you see what i'm, yeah, see, yeah, see what I'm saying i think saying, they, yeah. they try and like not even necessarily in like a uh in a in a scumbaggy way but they try and like you know because they don't know how to yeah 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 uh, yeah that's true I see that happening do you like what do you think about you know uh someone said to me when you cry more than you laugh hmm. so yeah i mean that probably goes without saying if you're crying more in your relationship than you are laughing it's probably not a good em- environment for you to be in yeah <clears throat> it's probably not a good environment for you to be in and you should try to remove yourself from that situation yeah you don't need to take that that you don't need to take that too literally either it doesn't necessarily mean you're crying all the time instead of laughing but it's basically when you're more sad than you are happy in that person's presence i would say um for me i think when 
you don't care about or they don't care about your own problems and how it affects the relationship all they see is how it reflects the relationship say that again so how your own problems yeah may affect relationship but yeah. they don't care about your own problems they only care that it's affecting a relationship mm. so say i don't know i don't know say you got bills due or something like that but you lost your job yeah they don't care that you lost your job find a new one because you got these bills yeah yeah you know what i'm yeah, saying like yeah. but i lost my job you know what i'm saying like this job that you've been working i don't know you might have been working like eight years or some shit like that yeah you worked hard every day broke your back for this company and they just laid you off for whatever reason like that's going to do a lot to your mental when you feel yeah. like you've gave so much to a company or something but that person just, no they don't care you get yourself right because we need we need we need stability mm. i mean that's just an example it could be other things it, it could, could be, be yeah 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 it could be uh, it could be like you have to work you have to work two jobs because you have uh i don't know you have to make you have to make extra money for something but then you don't have enough time to spend with your partner or your, or your children or yeah, stuff like yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. so it's like I take your point. I, I understand. Like, I know you just mentioned two job examples. but Yeah, these are both bad analogies, but you get yeah, what I'm saying. I, yeah, yeah. It's literally when it's like, okay, cool. The the the, uh, the relationship is more important than what you're, like, than you as a person, essentially. Yeah. When, or, what's, especially, or what's going on in your yeah, life. Yeah, when it's not, and especially when it's like, un, it's like unselfish or something. I say, I don't know, say you have like, ment- you've got a mental health, you've got a mental health issue or something. Mm-hmm. And I don't know for for some reason you just you need to isolate for uh, however long it takes to get right, but the person that can't understand that, and they only see the time that you need to be together for your relationship to flourish. Yeah, but your relationship can flourish with you two not being in the, in each other's company all the time. Mm. Like, had this person not get the help that they need for your relationship to flourish, they're going to be, for lack of a better phrase, fucked up in the relationship and it's only going to damage it further. Whereas if they took that time time out to get themselves right and you supported that, then it's probably going to benefit your relationship. But because you don't care about whatever problems they're getting through, then that relationship's probably at that point expired. Hmm. I also think a lot of people are scared to be alone, especially the longer you've been in a relationship. Okay. So you've been in a relationship and you don't want to come out of the relationship because you don't want to be alone. Yeah. Right. Especially if you're seeing like a lot of people all booed up. Man, don't ever fucking compare though, man. I know, I know. But especially for something like this, and I I think that's especially prevalent. Compassion will, I mean, comparison will steal your joy. Yeah, yeah, it definitely will. But I think it's especially true and prevalent in in like uh, women, for example, women who want children who don't have children. I think that's, um, I think that's a major concern. Because, you know, they think, they start thinking about biological and stuff like that. Okay, yeah, I see, I see where you're going with that. Right, right. So yeah, I think that's 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 a, that's a thing. There are there are many reasons why people will fight to make a relationship work, especially when you know a lot of people might think you know 
I've put in 5, 10, 15, 16, however many years into this relationship and now it's gone to pieces. It's a waste of my time. But nah, you can't, never look at it that, man. Yeah, it's you not can't, a waste of time. You can't look at it like that. Yeah, that person is not a waste of your time. That person yeah. is not a waste. I mean, unless they did some proper fucked up shit, then obviously you don't want to be associated with that person. That person's out of your life. They're, they're proper like demons. But like the experiences and love and compassion, everything that you felt or whatever, don't. that's not a waste of time, man. Yeah. Can't stress that enough. I can't say it like, because you, you might not see it at the time, especially if it's something that you think is worth fighting for. Because if you're in a relationship that's like, you know, you love the person and you're obviously going to think it's worth fighting for. But it ultimately is a waste of time to continue fighting for something that where you're not both pulling in the same direction. And, you know, it's important to like make sure that you both are pulling in the same direction. It's one thing to be going in the same direction, but if you're not like aligned then you got to take stock of your relationship and see how things are. Also, accept change. Don't be afraid to accept change and growth. Growth is scary and change it, is scary. It is, but yeah, you but do have to accept it. because ex Accept it. The, yeah. The person you met when you was 15 is not going to be that same person when they're 30. Yeah. You know? I mean, they're core more yeah, or less yeah, maybe yeah, same, yeah. but they're gonna have new interests new hobbies they're gonna dislike things that they may have like they, things is different yeah you just gotta accept change yeah your beliefs and your beliefs may have like ideologies may have changed. Yeah, yeah everything might, well, might it may be little things it may mm -hmm. not even be like big but just you just gotta be prepared to to, to at least like you said come to uh come to terms or learn to train what else did you say what did i say at the start, like your starting point, it was like train yourself to. But basically, you just got to be able to see the change and I guess be open to it. Yeah, adapt to it. Like, yeah. if, if need be. Obviously, if those changes are, you know, at odds with, like, you know, who you are as a person, then, you know, you're going to have to have that talk. But yeah, 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 I'm not saying if they start doing, like, hard drugs out of nowhere. So yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, of course you do. But, you know, I'm, I'm just saying them as in a person. Yeah. I just think that a lot of people don't know when to remove themselves from a situation when it becomes abundantly clear that the only thing you should do in terms of preserving your own health or happiness or that of your children is to remove yourself from that situation. You know, like, I don't want to sound like I'm a quitter, because I'm not, I'll fight for anything that I believe in. But yeah, yeah, you do. You do need to also have like that that bit in your head that says, you know what? Maybe it is time for me to walk away. Well, like, sometimes, sometimes walking away, no, no, sometimes taking a step back is it's not the same as quitting. It's not. Some, sometimes you just need to hit that refresh, gather your thoughts, mm -hmm. get grounded as a person. Yes, and if you can re-engage, rekindle. Then by all, then by all means do so yeah. if if it's reciprocated on the other side. Obviously, if that person is living their life the way they live it, that's you just have to live with them decisions that you, that you made. But there's nothing wrong with you trying to take a step back to get yourself right and see how you can improve that situation as a whole from the outside looking in, rather than being in it and it being quite confusing while you're there. Yeah. That right. was a jewel. That was a that was a good. That was a jewel for them. Yeah, and honestly, on that note, I think we should probably wrap it up there because, like, I don't think I don't think you can beat that. <laughs> that was a good way to. Uh, yeah, that was a good way to wrap shining. it up. 
so yeah, um, we have we're back. You know, quick one hour, one hour twenty and change. So um, <laughs> quick. Yeah, you a know, one, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, it kind of, it kind of, it kind of flowed today, so yeah, it, was, yeah. it was good. But yeah, some of you be at me like, oh man, I'm a couple episodes behind. Ah, oh, they're kind of long, but we're giving you this premium content, man. Yeah. <laughs> I so appreciate that, man. Other people's is out here giving 15 minutes. I take a shit longer than that, man. <laughs> give me that, I like that good body I, content, man. I like when people say, oh yeah, the episodes like sometimes they're uh, they're a bit long. Cause okay, cool, like yeah, that's fine. Break but, that up, man. Got yeah, three times yeah, in a day. Yeah, yeah, like. It's like, okay, you don't have to listen to it all at once. You can come back and listen to it at like, any particular Trust point me, you man. want to. On that journey, I, that long train journey or bus journey or something yeah. you've got to be on. I do appreciate, with your boys, man. I do appreciate that you're, like, you're saying that you want to listen, but you don't like you didn't budget for that amount of time, basically. Because, like, you know, nothing nothing, nothing we're saying no, is no, stopping you from not. breaking up into 30-minute yeah, yeah, segments. Do it while you're cooking, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, we now we appreciate you listening nonetheless. Yeah, yeah, for real, for real. So yeah. first time listeners, the ones that's been here from the start. Yeah. Um, international listeners, of course, of course. The happy couples, the singles, the people that's going through it to get to it. The dry scoopers. <laughs> I don't know about you guys, but <laughs> whatever, man. You keep getting with your little trends, man. Shouts to everybody listening, man. Uh shouts to Joe. Just because I've never shouted you out, so shouts to you. Oh man, thanks, man. Shouts uh, to my brother Ren. Shouts to my uh, my brother, brother as well. He, he, I think he got hit with the same bug I got, so hopefully he gets over that. I need to get him on a juice diet, but I know he ain't gonna try here. That <laughs> yeah, he ain't not yeah, gonna try. Yeah, he'd yeah, be yeah, like, yeah, it's, yeah, got, yeah, it's yeah. got Ray I, nephews in it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I get yeah. a magnum with that. No, there's no magnum in his juice. He ain't trying to hear none of that. Um, shouts, shouts, Driss, shout Bijou, woof, woof. Big dog Bijou, shout outs to shout outs to Chu. Yeah, I would like to shout out, you know, the usual friends and family, those who have been there for me recently, like the same the same bunch of people that have been my constants for the past twenty one years, everyone that I've spoken to from from secondary school. It's it's weird to think that, you know, I met most of the best people in my life in primary and secondary school. And after that, I've met maybe a handful of people that are great. But those who are those who are still in my life and those who are still prevalent, um, I appreciate you all, especially because I know, like um, I've already said, I've been unraveling recently. You stuck by me and not completely dismissed me. Um, Angie, I shouted you out last week because it was your birthday. But again, you've been you've been awesome. Um, Alia as well, Fen. Uh, Laughing the rest of the crowd. Yeah, man. Shout out to Jerome. Shout out to Linda. Uh, happy birthday to you. It's not. It's not a birthday today, but by the time you probably hear this, it'll it'll, it'll be your birthday. Or by the time we hit the next episode, your birthday would have passed. So shout shout out to you on this one. Everybody who's been listening, as Ren has already said, national, international, wherever you are, whatever you're doing genuinely appreciate it those who have reached out to us uh via the the social media channels those who have reached us um about like the questions we've had and stuff like that those who are continuing to listen those who are continuing to support those who are continuing to share genuinely appreciate you all like my heart is so full um please make sure to read the episode notes for the appropriate links for opting out of sharing your data your medical data with the government it is not something that i can i can agree with at all 
Um, and if anyone's got any questions that they want to want to ask, if you know me personally, you can hit up my line. If you want to hit up the podcast account, that is also very cool. You know what the channel is already. That would be the Lost Words Podcast on Instagram and Lost Words Pod on Twitter. Uh, make sure to follow, to share, subscribe, all that good shit. And until such a time that we are back in front of the microphones again to give you some more gems. Peace and love. Enjoy the weather. Do whatever it is with your weekend that makes you feel happy. Don't forget to uh, give your give flowers to your loved ones while they're still around to, to smell them. And we will catch you in the, on episode 44. All right, my guy. Peace.